Here we go. And he got killed? Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to By All Means. We are just starting and we have uh, Mr. Isaiah and Luke in the house. What's up? Luke is finally here with us. Hey, hey. Finally. It's only been one episode, bro. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's been it's forever. Been, it's been long awaited. It's been forever since the, return, the last one. The return, the debut of Mr. Uh, Luke. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? How you doing, my brother? You're looking uh, kind of hot. I mean, like... You can say sexy hot. Sun yeah. Sitting on you. Yeah, you can speak your feelings. <laughs> you guys can't see Luke, but Luke is looking golden right now. Thanks. He's been in Hawaii for how many days? It was like six days. Six days. It was a while ago. Phyllis in, did you did you have fun? Did you meet any foreign girls? I know. Any girls? No. It's Hawaii, bro. It's not foreign. Bro, there's lots They're of They're American too. Dude, there's lots of tourists that go there. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Maui is kind of like um, California without ambition. So everyone, <laughs> there's not a lot to do really. Really? Yeah, except like sit by the beach. So I don't know. I'm not a big Hawaii fan. Besides really? Like, looking at the plants, yeah. Damn. Like, I'm a huge Hawaii fan. So um, what would you do there then? No snorkeling. Yeah, no snorkeling. Once, yeah. No cliff jumping. No surfing. Yeah, you could just do that. Fishing. All, you could just do all that here. Not in crystal clear waters. I, f I flew United, so I'm a little biased. So, if you ever fly United Airlines, then... It's been a while. It's like, it's always the cheapest one. And mm -hmm. so you always get delayed. Or, um... What is it? What's it called? Delayed. Delay. Is it a delay? <laughs> so what did you do? What did you do to work for it? <laughs> so obviously you were out on the beach because you're super golden. And no, that's just from work. But yeah, that's from work. Hawaii was like a month ago, bro. Yeah. Was it really that long ago? Yeah, it was a minute. Bro, it feels like it's been. Then <laughs> it was like last week. <laughs> no, it was like. Or a month it was. Ago, uh, the, it was Shaver Lake. Yesterday, yeah, just, on the uh, boat that he didn't invite us. Always on the go. It's too small. <laughs> too small. Too small for this big guy's head. If it's sailing, yeah. Too big. Oh man, we're already going no, there. No, no, maybe there's. We're none of that. Okay. Um, so what about you, bud? How was your house showing today? Did an open house today. Yeah. Had zero people come through. But, oh, this is great. I met an older gentleman, someone from the older generation, um, and he's, he's a neighbor. He's like three houses down, uh, and I got to talk to him. He's, he, he fought in Vietnam, mm. and so that was pretty cool. He was telling me all the places he's been to in the entire world. Like Vietnam. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but he was telling me about all the places that he's been to, like Vietnam. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't touch on that one because I didn't know how sensitive that issue would be with him. Mm. But I, I was like, this is a good opportunity to pick someone's brain that's done a lot of living. He's 70 years old, told me, and um, he told me about just his travels, like all the people he's met in his entire life. Um, it was actually super inspirational to hear everything that he's done in his life just because I, <laughs> Luke's over here slapping himself in the face. Yeah, I'm that's, that's that's the, sound the slapping is. sound is not Tony slapping Luke's ass. It's it's, it's Luke. <laughs> yeah. it's slapping it's his Luke own. Slapping his own face <laughs> yeah. to wake up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll play like a little for the listener. This is my face. This is my ass. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> what would Tony's ass sound like if we said it? Anyway, okay. I lost my train of thought with all the ass talk. Another <laughs> <laughs> that out. Um, well, I lost. There's my no train. edits, bro. I lost, I lost my train of thought. Oh, anyways, yeah. this. Uh, this guy was, dude, it was, I thought it was honestly pretty inspirational because I hear a lot of Gary V. Get me one too. Please, please, please. Whatever you want, or whatever you get. Uh, Luke's picking us a couple beers right now. You want a beer or a Moscow? Like a shot? No, it's a Moscow Mule. What do you want? Uh, a Moscow Mule? Yeah. Okay, I'll try it. Get those carbs away from me. Yeah, yeah, get those carbs away. We don't, none of us like carbs. We're all vegans here. That's. Uh, no, I, I don't think so, man. I don't even yeah, know. That, that's what, not... Vegan doesn't mean you don't eat meat? Carbs are... There's like no carbs in meat. No, but... I thought vegans don't eat carbs either. Like like no, bread, vegans, breads and things. Vegans just sometimes are like health conscious or like skinny. Mm. Carbs make you like bloated. Yeah. I feel bloated when I eat carbs. I just had pizza late last night. Pyology. And it, dude, it hit, like, it did not feel good. It it's just stores, yeah, it stores, like, energy differently. Yeah. That's why, it, like, distant runners, um, like, eat a lot of carbs. Yeah, no, when I do, when I was playing soccer, the night before games, they'd carb load us, pasta, all the time. Yeah. Especially in college, like, carb load, pasta, that's it. Pasta and sandwiches the day before. And then the day of, if it was a late, late, late night game, it'd be, um, salads and sandwiches. Yeah. But anyway, so, cause, so Gary Vee talks a lot about older, talking to the older generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had been doing actually what he talked about before. Like I just have always been like super fascinated with older people. Mm-hmm. Like I would sit down on the bike or the treadmill at GB3 and older people would um, come up and walk while I was running or riding a bike. And I would, they're, they're so bored with life, I, fear, I, th- I think. That they just talk me up, and I'm sure they do it with anyone. Have you, you? I'm sure either of you have had an older person just talk you up, right? Like, like you're mm, I don't know sitting somewhere and they just talk you up. No, you never had it happen to you. I can't say I have. I usually scare people Luke? away. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah, I have. I'm just messing. Oh, okay, I was dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I love talking to older people because they have they have so many cool stories. Like sometimes some of them are just like have some boring lives, but typically if they talk you up. They have some pretty good stories because um, they're probably, um, I would say, a little bit more outgoing than the ones who won't talk you up, and so they've mm-hmm. probably done some things in life. And so, um, what's but, one of the most interesting things that you've ever heard? Well, it's the thing that Gary Vee talks about a lot is that like when you he encourages people to go talk to older people, yeah. just because he's like, I want you to talk to them, and most of the time you will hear. The words that come out of their mouth are, is, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. And okay. they will tell you that you need to go up. Everything you want to do in life, right. you need to go after it and do it. Because you will regret it when you're their age and wish that you had done it. Um, and this guy was one of the few that didn't have that. He was, he was happy with his life. He put a cool spin on it. He, he said, and I hadn't thought about it some, uh, until this, but he had said that, um, sometimes life, and it, it makes sense. He's like, sometimes life just throws you circumstances where right. you, you just, you just have to deal with it. And you just have to like, there's the, the, the decision is essentially made for you mm-hmm. because like a family member died or you got an illness. Thank you. Um, 
And so that made sense too. But he didn't have any regrets or anything like that. Um, he lived a good life, dude. He met, uh, he was telling me about how he met Clarence uh, Clearwater. He, he, so yeah. this guy got his, I forget his name. He introduced himself so fast. He might've not even given me his name when he came in through the door, but he met, um, he, he got drafted to play baseball for, for the Braves. Um, but he played like pickup baseball in the Bay area. He played pickup baseball with, um, Clarence Clear, uh, Clearwater. Mm. I, do they have a song called Centerfield? I have no idea. Okay. He was saying they have a song called Centerfield because they played baseball in the Bay area. So he knew them personally. I mean, I know their. I don't know their music that well. If yeah. I heard a song of theirs, I would know. But I think they're a pretty big band, right? Who? Yeah, they. they Clearance they Clearwater. They sold Creedence some Clearwater. Yeah. yeah. Creedence yeah. Clearwater. Or like old Revival. old rock, right? Like mm-hmm. what year? Yeah, I used to work at a music store. We sold a lot. So they're super popular. But he met them when they were at no- that time. Yeah. yeah. But he met them when they were nobodies. Oh, okay. So um, before they were somebody, yeah. He oh, and he I'm telling everybody. Dude, he met so many cool, so so many cool people. Muhammad Ali at a post office um, in Missouri because he was from Missouri, um, and had an autograph from uh, Muhammad Ali. Met George. For- he went to church with George Foreman. Apparently, George Foreman's parents like left him or something, and this lady took him in to or took him in to their church, and so he kind of grew up with George Foreman. And then, like, years later, he met up with George Foreman. I forgot where it was, but, um, oh, it was in Livermore. Um, and George Foreman was going um, was gonna to fight. And so, and so he bought, like, a, a grocery store and put a ring in the middle of it, and he was going to fight there. And people would come watch him practice. Um, and then, um, they, so before the fight, they went up to the mountains, and they killed a deer. And as they were coming down, they passed by this awesome house. And it happened to be George Foreman's house, and they didn't even know it was George Foreman's house. But there was two tigers out in the like freaking like fenced front front yard, and they were yeah. they, they were George Foreman would laugh and tell people that those are his his guard dogs apparently. But he recognized the gentleman that I was talking to. He's like, "Oh, dude, like we went to church together when we were little." So yeah. this dude was cool, man. He met a lot of cool people. He told me how like when they were um, when he was in Europe with the military, yeah. they would get lost. Like they would just get train tickets, and just like tell the the ticket person like, "Hey, surprise us!" Like and like they're like, "Where you been?" They would tell him where he's been, and so they would just give him a random ticket, and they would find out later wherever they got to their destination. So I thought that was pretty cool. But he did talk about Area Fifty One. Yeah. Did Area Fifty One. He said he worked at Area Fifty One. Really. Because all the I told him I was like oh I was like I've heard of that I was like people are apparently gonna rush it right. Listen, if there's even aliens at Area 51, they would have already moved them. Because what are they expecting? They're gonna rush into a government building and like the first like hundred feet there's like aliens or like tubes or yeah. Dude, this spaceships. guy this guy worked at he was a radioactive guy, so he worked with a lot of nuclear stuff apparently. He said he's been in all the buildings at Area 51. How do you said, know him? You just met him? He's, he's a property owner in the neighborhood that just wanted to see um, the house and see what the action was like because they're thinking about selling their house. Um, they're tired of the heat and so they're trying to move somewhere cooler. Uh, and then he just started talking me up like for like 40 minutes. Started talking. Luckily, no one else was showing so he ate up my time, which was cool because I would have just been bored there. Yeah. Actually, not bored. I was going to make phone calls, so he kind of got in my way of making phone calls, but it was cool to talk to him, though. I feel like I learned a lot from him. 
Not to be cynical, but did he seem kind of crazy? No, he, he seemed completely normal. Oh, okay. I mean, Not like I, I thought it crossed my mind too because he said he had been in Vietnam. He fought in Vietnam. Um, and so I was like, so, uh, but he seemed like pretty with it. Like he was on top of it and pretty sharp minded, it seemed like. Um, so I don't, I, I wouldn't have wrote him off as crazy, but I mean, I guess you never know with that or stuff, right? Or what? A liar. Yeah, oh, I did think of, I was heavily leaning on that. That's what I meant. I, oh, I thought you meant like crazy, like because he went to Vietnam and oh, kind no. of lost his mind, which is plausible, right? Right? Don't you think? Those guys kind of lost it a little bit between. It's just been a long time now. Yeah. So. But okay. no, I did, that did cross my mind. I was like, what if he's just lying to me? Because I heard a podcast from, um, what's his name, Joe Rogan? Yeah. And he had a guy who. Did you see that one? He actually, this guy he interviewed, I forget his name, you should listen to it. it a, oh, I've heard about it. It's yeah. a crazy podcast. But yeah. this guy told about some crazy, like, crazy stuff that happened at Area 51 that he experienced because he actually worked on, like, like generators and these, I don't know, these things that were generating, like, gravitational power that they just couldn't explain how they were generating. No matter how many tests or whatever, they could not explain what was going on on these things or how they were being powered because there was no wires like going anywhere it just like worked <laughs> and so i was like maybe this guy's just lying to me because they told him like hey if you ever say anything like like we'll freaking kill you yeah which they've done how do you know that uh i saw some documentary or some conspiracy theories where they have like <coughs> usually people that's like get farther into like spreading something that seems kind of plausible like they get like mysteriously killed or something, but yeah. So that that like was Jeffrey cool. <laughs> Epstein. <laughs> so, this, so this guy, you why do you think he died? So explain what happened and then yeah, just take it over. Like. <laughs> oh, I don't. Know. I mean, I have like the just like the basic knowledge that everyone. He has, has the tea. Give us no, the tea. No, I have no insight. Give it's, us the tea. Just this guy that was reco- that was uh, involved in. The hierarchy of human trafficking was... For those that don't know, we're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. And Isaiah has been under a rock and doesn't know. So we're going to try and explain it to him. I pay attention to no news. I don't listen to anything. Why? I just don't care. I'm just like... That's fair. I'm just like, I don't need that negativity when I wake up. I don't need it through my day because it's just to drive dollars at the end of the day. They're just driving negativity to... Create commotion in my part. Although a lot of it is probably um, stuff, good stuff to know. It does bite me in the butt sometimes in business when people start talking on topics in conversations. But it's it's fairly easy to maneuver around it and just kind of laugh like, oh yeah. Me yeah. uh. when people talk about sports. Yeah, like when people talk about sports. <laughs> do you, wait, do you follow sports? Like vaguely, yeah, I see, can keep up, but I, I, I don't I, watch. Sports, I think I think I it's a up. complete waste of time for people. I, I guess I should, it's, it, for me, it's a complete waste of time for me to waste my time with the news, my my energy listening or watching to something with the news or sports, because I'm just here to create a good life for me and my family. So I spend it reading books on business and real estate, podcasts on real estate and business and health and wellness. Um, and just choose not to listen to those things. But other people are happy with listening to, like, I know tons of buddies that just, like, love sports like crazy, bro. Like, it's, like, they can repeat stats and stuff about players. They right. know stuff about players' lives. I, I'm just like, I, I kind of look at it. It makes them happy, but 
for to me, I look at it, I'm like, man, like, what a waste of your time. You're just so consumed with these other people's lives. Yeah, I don't get the extreme sports analysis that, like, I, I understand if you're in love with the game and you can kind of, like, see play-by-play, play, like, say, a football game and kind of know, like, what everyone's doing and see the excitement because it's kind of like you see something that most people don't. And if you know how the game works, you can almost predict it before it happens and everything. But, like, knowing where people went to college and, like, their ex, you know, girlfriends and what what their favorite spaghetti-o flavor is is, like, insane to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, dude, like, so, like, I, like, I get it. Their favorite spaghetti-o yeah, flavor. Yeah, it's just nerd shit. I get it, though, because, like, everyone has their own, their own bliss. And right. if that makes them happy and, like, they're totally okay with their job and they're not trying to make more money or anything and they're not complaining, that's the key for me, if they're not complaining then then right. it's the people the people that really bug me are the ones that like are complaining about their life or their situation but they spend most of their time like watching Netflix or like watching sports center all the time mm. like you could do better things with your time um instead so, of watching it all the time yeah, spending so, all that money on the packages yeah. and, and so i mean that's why i don't listen to the news so that's why i'm kind of under rock cuz i just don't pay attention to stuff i'm just like just going to pay attention to stuff that i want to pay attention to yeah. Cool. I don't really follow the news. I just kind of see it as it comes. You know? Yeah. What I know is because of like talking to like you guys. Or... That's what most people get. I don't think a lot of people, at least under the age of like forty, kind of no offense, just like or like probably even thirty-five. Sorry, Isaiah. They no don't offense, like brother. Kind of commit themselves to a, a news network anymore. Hmm. They kind of just stumble yeah. across it. I don't know too many friends of mine that watch the news or like heavily, and then it's like. Then it, there's a, the line between news and politics, where if you're into politics, then you kind of just get like the news in general, because politics, all it is, is current news and changing the shape of the political environment. So like, yeah. kind of depends. If you're not like political at all, because you, you aren't, then usually news channels are tied to some political faction. So it's like, why would I get? Yeah. Why would I? You know. Yeah. No, I've heard my mom get tied up in that. I've heard my mom say things like don't listen to this news station or don't listen yeah. to it. She, she, she's like heavily Republican. Right, because they're really biased. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, that's kind of the... When you have like a free, or I guess free speech and a free market with news... Yeah, I don't know how to say it. Like, news, news, news channels are a business. And so... Mm-hmm. Like, and like as Americans, no matter what side you are, I hope, have like a lot of pride in like private industry and like the freedom to make money in that the way you want. And so they have a certain audience they, they have and they get full control over that, which yeah. is cool. But then it does suck because <clears throat> it's rigged. Yeah. And like, that's why I like not rigged because like, I don't have, uh, hang on, text shop. Like, for example, like, the Democratic primaries are going on right now, and they're mostly, I think that they're all being hosted by CNN, and even though CNN is um, looked at as a, on the left, or a progressive news channel site, it's rigged um, even for hosting Democrats um, for the like the political or the presidential debates it's rigged for certain people 
and it's still not helpful for like I guess the dem- Democratic Party in whole. You know what I mean? Because they're just speaking to the one yeah, audience that they're and they're just at. trying to get like you know hot takes in. Basically, like the whole debate is like a who said like the bigger diss. They're trying to get that moment, that that viral moment that they can play in a newscast. Yeah. Right. Be as outrageous as you can, as short as possible. So they're gonna play your clip. Yeah. What was that? I was trying to finish my TikTok upload. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we're doing a podcast. You know, we're uploading on TikTok. Hell, you guys were carrying the conversation right now, so I was like, I'm going to finish my TikTok upload. Oh, my gosh. But I got so, you. let's go back to Jeffrey. Yeah, well, t- tell us about Jeffrey, bro. Give me, give me what you know Jeffrey, so far. Yeah. You know what I think about when you say a Jeffrey? Mm-hmm. Do you guys... Can, can <laughs> I, think, pr- I think of the Fresh Prince of Valor. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, have you seen Get Him to the Greek? No. No. Oh, my God. You got to see it's with... Um, Man, what's that chubby dude? Seth Rogen, something like that. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. But he's, he's a man. Yeah, but he's like um, a Jeffrey was like this really like this blunt with wrapped in like Molly and ecstasy and weed, and they called it a Jeffrey. I don't know why, but they're just like, yeah, Jeffrey's like some old like this is their English dude. Like Jeffrey's some old bloke down the street that you sit down and have a, a cigar with. It was stupid, but it just reminded me because it got like absolutely lit, <laughs> and it was like a fat blood. Yeah, I don't know. I did drugs. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know nothing about that that drug life. Story. I don't know either, but it just was funny. Yeah, sure, movie. You <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah, I broke up with the coach a long time ago. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be real, so let's let's be real. All right, Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein, what what do you got so far? I don't have a hot take on it. I mean, I'm okay. just. I think everyone agrees that um, he didn't commit suicide. <laughs> like, probably 2% of people who heard that actually think that that was real. And then if you see his um, the his cellmate is, like, freaking ripped. Did you see that video of him? No. The cell- so he's not even supposed to have a cellmate. And <laughs> he actually had... That's He, he had f- one? Yeah. They found oh. him with his... His cellmate found him. And he was an ex-Marine, just like the guy that killed um, JFK... And Martin Luther King. <laughs> so he's got a military, ex-military background. And this guy just has, like, arms the side, size of, like, thighs. Like, this guy is just huge. Yeah, which is... And he died I mean, from a bathrobe. Which... Bathrobe? I thought they said sheets. Oh, I thought it was bathrobe. I guess it makes sense. There's probably not a bathrobe in prison. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> probably... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what kind of prison that would be. Yeah. If he had a bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably sheets then. <laughs> Wait, so that yeah. has to do with like a secret society thing then? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he has a lot of, I'm sure he has a lot of damaging info on people. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Bill Clinton. He had that painting. Did you see that painting? Yeah. Of Clinton? <laughs> that was like, people, yeah, either like... You could say either Trump killed him or the Clintons killed him, but I think it's just someone even higher than them, because he had dirt on a lot of people that were a lot richer. A well, lot how did he get this dirt? He had an island. That island had young girls. 
and uh, he was running a prostitution, a human trafficking. Oh, that's right. Thing. That's right. So these higher up people were coming and obviously yeah. probably getting effed up and spilling the beans or just spilling no, the beans they in were, general. They were, they were buying girls. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like they like were drugs. I know, yeah, but making money off it. Oh, okay. It wasn't like yeah, it's not like a, oh we're yeah. The people that killed them were the people that were also in business, usually. But that's the thought. Yeah. So, but he had that painting of Clinton, and that was... Well, that... Kind of yeah. <laughs> I, th- Cause, I thought cause maybe he was that was something... Clinton in, until, like... When was it? I forgot the timestamp, but he was, like... Clinton would... Um, be on like his private jet or something like they were yeah. pretty close and same thing with Trump they were friends until like a certain point and then when Jeffrey first went to I think when he was controversial I think he went to jail once or like he was uh, I'm trying to think what happened I don't remember but you know well, what supposedly when he was he first got in, kicked out of yeah. Mar-a-Lago because he put his hands on one of the employees or something he had something that got him in the spotlight for like a second. And, and then that's when Trump all, Yeah. Him. And Clinton, all the powerful people just like, okay, we can't talk to this guy anymore. So probably both of them knew like the shady shit that was going on. And then they saw that once when he got into the public eye, they cut him. But I don't know. Yeah. He's but dead. So did you yeah. know there's not a lot to say. Okay. <laughs> I was letting you guys continue with that because... What? I wanted to hear you guys finish it before I like jumped in because there's this new show on Netflix called The Family. Have you seen it? No. Dude, no. it's ridiculous. It's about this society organization that does not claim to be an organization or a secret society. They just they're nothing. Um, they they like secrecy um, is like the ultimate thing for them, and they're called the family because. Mm-hmm. Legit, it's a a family, the the Coes, that started it. Yeah. Um, And they have friends all over the world. There's over 100 countries that are involved in their organization. Um, But they're a Christian political society organization. And everything is based upon God. Like, you talk to them, like, they seem like very nice people. Um, And everything's about Christ. Like, if you talk to their leader, Doug Coe... Uh-huh. And he, he never wants to be in the limelight, but if you look at a lot of pictures of, like, presidents and politicians, like, big-time meetings, he's in the background of a lot of the pictures or on the side of the president shaking hands with the other people from the other countries. Yeah. Um, and, the, you know, the, the the annual breakfast prayer that they have for the president, mm-hmm. like, I think it's, like, the beginning or end of February. Yeah, day of prayer. He, yeah, he's the one who funds that. He's the one who puts it on. But it's disguised. They say it's like uh, Congress is putting it on. But it's him and his, his money that is putting it together. Yeah. And their family. The, the family. It's like, um, I guess, the elites. Yeah, the elites. Kind of. Those so are fun that, to get into. The, the, so, yeah, <laughs> Those dude, that's conspiracy a, theories. Bro, that's the crazy thing. They have this house in Virginia called the Cedars. In Arlington, Virginia called the Cedars. It's called um, Ivanwald. Um, and they have a bunch of young boys there. Um, not young boys, I guess young guys like in their 20s working for Christ, like cleaning the toilets in the bit, this big mansion um, that like elites come to, like congressmen and ambassadors, presidents will all come to this place and have breakfast or meetings and they talk apparently amongst each other 
just like how we're talking to each other. There's no like Mr. President this or Mr. Senator this. It's like they're just all homies. Um, and like they pray, they have Bible studies um, because Doug Coe, the leader, is like all about Christ. And like, I've heard, I saw interviews of him and stuff. He seems like, like the most godly man ever. But I'm like this guy. Like if he's Which as powerful, there's a good chance, dude. He's probably not. Yeah, if he, dude. If he's as powerful as he has, he's had to make some pretty ugly decisions or kill some people or have some people killed. I would assume. But like he's he's pulling strings, bro. But it's a you should watch it. It's a series. I've been super fascinated with it because it's a lot about like the church and the state. Yeah. And how it, it's the church is behind the state, but it's they're targeting like wealthy individuals, like. This yeah. lady was like she she went over to the house in Arlington, um, one of the neighbors in the in the neighborhood, and she wanted to know about what they were doing, and they invited her to a Bible study. And then after she started praying too much, they eventually cut the Bible studies like completely out and stopped allowing her to come. Yeah. Um, and she said she's like they were very nice, sweet people, good people. She's like, but she's like the odd thing about me is that they were Christian or the. They, they talked a lot about God or Christ or something like that. And she's like, but they, they obviously were targeting wealthy, influential individuals. Mm-hmm. And so it was, dude, it, I, I've been listening to it more and more. Like this family is powerful, bro. Like they tell presidents what to do. And they, they make connections for the president and the country from all over the world. Like their goal, they almost talk like a, some of the doctrine that they've discovered. Mm-hmm someone stole it from them or something mm-hmm. but talks about like a one world order that they that there it is that, <laughs> that they they have new over world, a, yeah, new world order a new world order whatever it was i'm sure you're right though but like over a hundred countries in the organization and they've targeted like elite the people. denver airport so it, yeah, that, it, it, was, it was, dude, you should watch it if you're interested in stuff like that. I'm interested in it. Yeah. And so it was, it, they just keep delving deeper and deeper into it. I'm only on like episode three and there's like maybe 10. Yeah. It's the, what do they call it? Yeah. New world order conspiracy for the most, I kind of believe it into a sense. Uh, dude, well, it's well, the Bible, bro. I mean like, we're all especially in America, like we're kind of like run by lobbyists and like whoever has the most amount of money. Well, the funny thing, okay. Not like completely, but. The, the, the interesting, very interesting thing about Doug Coe and his organization is that when they, whenever they meet, no matter what country you're from, you're brothers. Like, he wanted to create a society and a loyalty like Hitler and um, like, um, who's the other people? I can't remember, but just like this utmost like loyalty mm-hmm. of this like brotherhood, like, like your blood. And so like when these people from different countries like me, even though their countries might be fighting and stuff, when they meet for Doug Coe's organization, everything is like cordial and loving and respectful, genuinely, apparently. And you're just like your homies. No, there's like there's, right, there's no, no there's, there's no, no, no there's no formalities or anything. It's just like you're all on the same. Yeah, level. you're all on the same level. No one, even Doug, he would Doug would never tell you tell anybody that he's above anyone else. Hmm. So it's like super. It's super fascinating. I was just mind blown by the intricacies and like the the arm reach of this organization and this one man dude like he's Hydra. he's a dude he's a powerful <laughs> dude bro <laughs> Hell Hydra. that's what they do when Respector, they come in yeah <laughs> oh, <Hydra. laughs> 
but you should check it out. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I don't see that conspiracy theory being too far-fetched. Just based off, like, the simple premise that the most powerful and elite people run most shit. You know? It's just, like, this one's kind of, like, hush-hush. It's a secret. It's a secret society instead of, like, right in front of our faces. Yeah, well, he said the secret to having the most powerful... To having a powerful and influential organization is for no one to know who you are. Oh, that's who he used. He used the mafia. He's like, the mafia is in complete disguise. He's like, they could be doctors and lawyers, wealthy, powerful people, and you would never know that their real loyalty is to the mafia, not to their country or to this organization. But the mafia was pretty like... Well, that, that's what he used. I, I'm just repeating what he, what he oh. said. He, he said that's what they believe in, that like the, the, the more secret your organization can be, the less known it can be, the more powerful and influential it can become. Yeah. Like Apple. <laughs> Just kidding. Google. <laughs> like know. Google. Yeah. But he, he, he tied it into Christ. He said like something about the Bible and God, like talking about God's not wanting to be in, in the limelight. I don't, I don't, there was something, he used some sort of scripture and he just completely took it out of context and yeah. used it for 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 what he wanted it to no, be. No, a Christian taking a scripture out of context. <laughs> do, people, do people do that? That's not right. It was you just had like, me until then. Until then. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny because it was just like it was just like so twisted. I was just like, it's pretty easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But dude, that's I'm interesting. Both, I don't know if I would watch it, but but it also he talked. They talked about that. Like they believe that there's chosen people to lead. Like there's a, the chosen few, like they essentially believe that it's genetics that make you um, the the powerful, influential, successful person that hmm. you are to lead in their organization or to lead the U.S. Um, okay. Some pretty crazy stuff because I heard heard some other people say that the the wealthy elite in the country, um, someone who was a part of another society, I think he was part of the Brotherhood. You guys know that one? Uh, it's a secret no. society. I think they, they came out. They were born out of some Ivy League school. They called the Brotherhood. Most they apparently most senators and most congressmen are part of the Brotherhood. Most Supreme Justice are part of the Brotherhood. It's like the Freemasons, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of Freemasons are also in the Brotherhood. I feel like the Freemasons is like the gateway drug into that. Like a lot of people are Freemasons, but everyone who's in these like secret societies are also in the Freemasons or like they have yeah. a sticker and like on their like well, pickup. This truck. guy in the society <laughs> that came out, he said that a, one member in one society is typically a member of multiple other societies because they you all, they all there. intertwine and, in and network right there. Jay-Z. Did they all throw it up, bro? Throw your diamonds up. Come on. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, he, he said the same thing. He said the wealthy, the elite, he, he said the reason he came out of the society of the brotherhood and was mm-hmm. coming forth with all the information that he knows is because he doesn't, be- he came from nothing. So he doesn't believe that it's genetics, but he's like the really, really extremely powerful, wealthy people in this world believe that it's genetics. Mm. He, he even quoted um, Donald Trump. He's, he quoted Donald Trump from an interview one time. He said that Donald Trump once was asked, like, what is the secret to, like, your wealth and your success? And he li- literally was, like, genetics. Okay. Being chosen. 
Okay. But their whole you have to watch the series because their whole viewpoint on Christ and in God is is something else. So it's Trump's fault. It's what? It's Trump's fault. And on that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Trump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't like the same ring as we don't like Obama. Trump. We don't like Trump on this podcast. Just get that out of the way. If you're Trumpless, <laughs> if you if you like Trump, exit now. Never come is, back. A lot of people hate him, and so we're, See, we're yeah. a lot of love for that. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Never come back. We don't want you. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about? What else is going on? I got nothing else, dude. Um, talked about the society. I don't know. How, dude, I don't even know how we opened up that can of worms. I think you just started spitballing. And yeah. No, no, we were talking about like fun. Jeff something, and then Jeffrey that like that, oh yeah, that's that right. opened up yeah, my mind, that. and I was like, I was like, oh shoot, I've been watching that series. <laughs> Which I'm up. not surprised that he got killed because usually if you have crimes against kids, yeah, like you're a target when you get to prison. You had to open up your third eye. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I mean, if he if he got killed, not surprised. There's just some like. You know, naughty, naughty underground businesses that seems like we can never fully get under control. Like drugs, human trafficking, and it's another one. Okay, I have another interesting thing. So this okay. guy in the society that I was talking about, his name's Kevin Trudeau. He's in the brother, or was in, I don't know if he is anymore. I would assume that he's in, I think he renounced all of that stuff. So, well, I would assume because he's coming out with all the, he came out with all the information, or a lot of it. Um, and so they probably don't allow him into society, but he was saying that, um, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Mm, I don't know. It was like you a middle of a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> you Dude, what, what were you saying? I just stared in my eyes. What, what were you saying? I did. <laughs> got lost. Got lost. Deep, it was his, it was his, it was his golden olive skin that I got lost soul. into. <laughs> but what were we talking about? I don't know. What, what were you saying? something. I was listening. No, no, no. Before that, before that, that triggered me because that the third eye got triggered again, and Dude, I was like, I, "I have no idea what I'm saying." I just start sentences, and hopefully, they can find their way. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally blanked. Sorry, guys. We're we're still learning this thing, and uh, you know, and that <clears throat> noise you're hearing right now is a little ball game that Luke is playing. By oh, tic tic tac toe. Sorry, forgot. Yeah, it's tic tac toe. Oh, there you go. So, anything <gasps> yeah, else? Just, we're at we're at forty just minutes. Going, it'll it'll come by. It'll come back. Okay. Well, we're at forty minutes. Do you want to have a time limit on this thing, or yeah. we're gonna keep going? No, I'm. Yeah. I'm so we stop it, yeah. and then break, and then get another one going. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, do you, you have always... any info on this uh, brotherhood stuff? Put it in the chat. If there is a chat. If there isn't a chat. You mean the comments? Yeah, the comments. Comments, chat, DM, slide. Is that it? We should like send it. You can cut it out later. You should be able to. Cut it. Nope, that's it. No cutting. Raw in your face. See ya.